1: Hello everyone. This is Rob Golfy with Remax the Golfy team. Welcome to the Golfy Real Estate Show Hamilton Edition with host Rick Zamprin.
2: Yes, good Saturday morning. We are less than a week away from Christmas Day and it is uh you know, phenomenal feeling. Tis the season. Shopping is happening. Uh, people are uh you know, staying in their homes. Gatherings are getting a little bit small because of the Omicron variant, but we here on the Golfy Real Estate Show Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML are still talking real estate and why not? Because it has been a red-hot 2021... Apparently more to come in 2022. We're going to look towards next year and find out what may or may not happen. We'll talk a little bit about reverse mortgages and whether or not that should work for you. A Bank of Canada expected to raise interest rates for the first time in a long time in 2022, or they might even push that back to 2023. We'll have some real estate trivia as well. We'll also talk about Canada among the G7 when it comes to uh, the gaps of uh, real estate prices and income. Uh, the gap is fairly large. And another reminder to enter the Golfie Christmas contest. We'll explain a little later on in the show. As always, if you are in the market to buy a home or you want to sell your house, you got to call Hamilton and Burlington's number one REMAX team in volume and unit sales at 905 575 7700. Go online to robgolfie.com. That's Rob G O L F I.com. And follow the Golfie team on Instagram, Facebook, and and Twitter, and if you have a question or a topic idea for a future show, email the Golfy team, questions at robgolfie.com. Again, that's questions at com. Rob, we have a special guest on the show today.
1: Yes, uh, we have Brian Hogbin uh, from Mission 35 Mortgages, uh, easy to find, mission35.com. Um, we like dealing with uh, mortgage specialists because they know how to, I guess, make you look good on paper. Because sometimes you can walk into a bank and they deal with banks like so uh, like and that's what I like about Brian. They deal with the banks and but they can they know how to prep and they know what to uh, to ask you and what to prepare for you. So when they present you to the bank, it, it's a lot easier and cleaner. So sometimes you might walk into the bank, you say the wrong thing. You're not going to get it. You're just they they just they, they're too opinionated sometimes. But uh, Brian is uh, fantastic. he does uh, uh, a lot of uh, uh, the mortgages for our team members that, uh, that are looking. he does refinancing and everything. Brian uh, he's, and he's got one of the largest uh, probably the, the largest uh, mortgage broker companies in the Hamilton halt Niagara region. Uh, Brian, uh, uh, here you go, Hogben. it's H Spelled H-O-G-B-E-N.
3: Thanks, Rob. Thanks, Rick. Thank you so much for having us here. Yeah, you know what? Sometimes, you know, I wasn't smart enough to become a lawyer, but I feel like as a mortgage broker, you're almost like a lawyer for your client. Because you got to go and you got to advocate for them and you got to make sure that they're, they're represented in the right way when it comes down to Leonard. Because even though we've got a red hot real estate market right now and prices are soaring, banks still take their time and have a ton of compliance when it comes to lending out money. So you got to get it right the first time. So, uh, and we love it. We've got 10 locations across Southern Ontario and we love dealing with Rob and with Remax there. So thanks so much, Rob, for having me on. And thank you, Rick, for being here too. We need his
1: knowledge. That's what we need. He (laughs) knows it. Right off the top of his head. I don't have to read it. I just ask him. He's like Google with mortgages.
3: (laughs) I am a mortgage nerd. I wear that tag proudly. I don't mind. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, one thing I want to talk
1: about just before I talk a little bit about what's what's happening this week, I just want everybody to remember um, if you can out there, you know, help out with any like you know help Hamilton homeless mission services Hamilton food share food for kids Hamilton food uh, for kids Halton anything to do to help anybody out there that doesn't have the privilege like other people do. Uh, It'd be much appreciated. You know what? Even if it's just buying, uh, you know, 10 boxes of craft dinner and and bringing it in, it makes a difference for people that don't have, uh, you know, this time, you know, food for this time of the year. Uh, It'd be much appreciated guys. I'm telling you, it'll make you feel good just doing it. It doesn't cost anything. uh, Very little for you just to help somebody uh, have food on the table, especially little kids today. Um, If you can do that, uh I, I'd be so happy that you do that and you'll be so grateful for yourself and you'll feel good about it. So I just real, really want to see people uh, uh, donate and, and help, help uh, the less privileged. That's all I wanted to say, but... That,
2: that's, a great uh, sentiment. Gonna... That, that's a great sentiment, Rob, because a lot of the uh, organizations that you rattled off um, do receive funds from the CHML Children's Fund. So you can, you know, knock off two birds with one stone, donate to the Children's Fund. Uh, you can text the word donate to 30333, donate five or 25 bucks. And that goes a long ways. You can understand in terms of, uh, you know, feeding kids, helping kids along the way, and not just during Christmas, 365 days of the year. So, yeah, thanks for bringing that up. It's a, a great initiative. Great time of the year to. To do so to give back to the community in that big way so thanks for bringing that up
1: that's uh yeah it's just I, 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 it's sad to see that's happening out there but what's also sad to see is um so i was just going over the numbers and uh i i can't believe it like burlington right now there's only 59 homes for sale
2: <laughs> oh, wow. hamilton
1: hamilton proper. i'm talking about hamilton you know mountain east west central one hundred and fifty six homes for sale. <laughs> wow. Like, like that, that's something you would see in a small community like like Grimsby, like Grimsby would hold one hundred uh, homes for sale. Ancaster, twenty six homes for sale right now. Wow. Lower l- Lower Stony Creek, uh, twenty uh, twenty five homes for sale. So, Rick, uh, I don't know, like the inventory is just it's d- diving down And I I know the sales are a little less because we're coming into the holiday season, but, but I don't know what's going to happen in January, but I think it's going to be like a race,
3: you know, uh, it's just going to be incredible. We're going to see like, from what we're seeing, I think we're going to see it spike more than the high school punch at the dance. (laughs) It is going to go up really high because what's happening, you know, people got FOMO already uh, because the supply is so tight, but when rates, you know, the rates are going up. We know rates are going to go up. That's going to drive people to purchase more. We just saw one. We just had a deal come in the other day, and our appraisals are coming in, but we just had a deal come in the other day on Connaught North. 85, the realtor was telling me, 85 showings on that property, listed for 299 probably a little low, went for 650 Oh, wow. Holy smokes. So that's, that's 85 people looking for a home in that area. Now I know you got some investors and other, but with that inventory that you just said, Rob, that's, that's, that, that's, that's one right, house. That's, that's right. one 800 square foot house, let alone people that weren't looking for that type of house. So uh, this is not a problem that's going to be solved anytime soon by the looks of things.
1: No, it, it, it's going to take a while. And, 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 and what's happening is they're announcing that 1 million homes are needed in the next 10 years in Ontario. Like, like that's no, and least, yeah, that's a lot. Like in how many addition, to, in, in yeah. addition to like, they're, they're so far behind. And uh, I don't know if the, if the builders can build up to that level. There's, there's that, that's a lot of homes to, uh, to catch up to. And yeah, it,
3: it'll be tough with inflation and with uh, the Amercon coming back as well, too. If logistics continue to get bottleneck, that supply shortage is going to continue by the looks of things. I think the biggest thing which will be interesting is if we have any sort of government intervention on investors. I know you've seen that 25% of uh, buyers are investors these days. I find that uh, that may be something that could change. But I think if we have some sort of government intervention that come into play, that could be a big, uh, that's something that makes me very curious in this market as what will happen.
2: Absolutely, and number one, that that one million dollar homes needed over the next ten years. This is out of the latest Remax blog, which also says, you know, another sixty five thousand units are, are like needed today to help with the inventory deficit. Let alone over the next ten years, but saying nine hundred ten thousand homes would be necessary for new families, one hundred ninety five thousand high rise apartments, seven hundred fifteen in all other forms of housing, but. I think, Brian, you nailed it in terms of the investors. That 25 percentile figure this year compares to 16 percent 10 years ago. So that's a massive jump. So I'm intrigued to see how the government, the provincial government, which has delayed its housing summit to next month, is going to attack these investors. Do they say, hey, we're going to tax you a little bit more or we're going to, you know, handcuff you in terms of investing in properties? That could be the big Mm -hmm. elephant in the room. Well, they do
1: make it uh, like it, like some banks make it difficult for you to own more than a certain amount of properties as an investment. Am I, am I correct about that? Yeah,
3: it's it's been a very interesting pendulum, right? When COVID ended up starting, you know, there was a lot of tightening on mortgage rules and regulations, naturally, right? Because people were uncertain as to what was going to happen. But it's interesting. One major bank, uh, Scotiabank, for example, which had a little bit of a conservative nature opened up their lending portfolio now. So now, you know, banks being capitalistic in nature, they want to make money seeing that there's 25% of the market share there. Now they're actually making it a little bit easier Oh wow, to lend out to the investor now, because I think they see that they're missing out on market share because if 25% of that business is an investor, they're thinking to themselves, just like any natural business owner, how do I capture that business? So now with them let, opening up that, it's very interesting to me because uh, like you said as well too, Rick, uh, what is the government going to do about this? Because I think the government doesn't like these news stories and the news stories that come out uh, about the investor taking away the home per se from the first time home buyer. Uh, I'm just curious as to what that intervention will look like. I know in another country, I think it was in New Zealand, they up the down payment to 40% for investors. Is that something that we'll see here? I have no idea, but... Uh, it'll be interesting to see whether or not that will help balance out that supply issue or not.
2: Yeah, that's the million-dollar question, or, or in some cases, uh, way more than a million dollars. Uh, we got lots more to come on the show today. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk about the Golfie Christmas Contest and how you can enter at golfycontest.com. Details of what's in store will come a little later on in the show. We'll have a little real estate trivia for Mr. Golfy. We'll talk about the Bank of Canada uh, ri- raising interest rates in the not-too-distant future and mortgage rates also on the way up. How is that going to impact the real estate market? And some info that you can use regarding reverse reverse. reverse mortgages. Call the Golfie team today, 905-575-7700. Go online for the hottest listings in town, robgolfie.com. That website again, robgolfie.com. Lots more to come here on the Golfie Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML this is the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. Rick Sampern here along with Rob Golfy, sales representative with REMAX Escarpment Realty, the Golfy team, and our special guest today, Brian Hogman, is from Mission 35 Mortgages. You can call the Golfy team today at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. You'll be calling Hamilton's first real estate team in history to sell 1,000 homes in a year. That number again, 905 905- five seven five seven seven zero zero online at robgolfie.com and you can follow them on facebook twitter and instagram you can visit brian hogman online mission35.com to get into the mortgage world speaking of mortgage rates they're expected to jump for the first time in a long time in 2022 what are we looking at here
3: yeah, we're looking at, uh, thanks, Rick. It is interesting times because we are at historically low interest rates and we've already seen interest rates move up a little bit. You know, a good five year interest rate today, you might be looking at two and a half, two point seven 2.7 percent, which, you know, almost makes me laugh even saying it because that's such cheap money. <laughs> and then on variable rates, you're looking at anywhere between 1.1 to 1.4, depending on it. So putting it into context, you know, the news is saying and a lot of the economists at the banks, we're going to see a minimum of three rate hikes. And uh, rate hike is typically 0.25 percent at a time. Uh, and some, uh, a little bit more bullish, are saying up to six rate hikes. Oh, I wow. think that's a little aggressive, right? But I think it's reasonable to see somewhere anywhere between three and four rate hikes uh, in the next 12 months. And it's not a terrible thing. And I think when you put it in perspective, a quarter point is not is not much. It really is not much. It's going to have maybe ten, fifteen, twenty dollars per hundred thousand. Uh, increase in mortgage payments for some. So will people feel it? Yes. They'll feel it a little bit. And again, that million, uh, maybe 1.2, 1.5 million dollar question now is will that affect the market? Um, what do you think, Rob?
1: Yeah, I I, I, I don't think it'll affect the market uh, because uh, anybody that's over, I guess, uh, 50 years old, they're used to, they, they've gone through uh, times where interest rates were uh, 13, 14%. So to them, even at four or 5%, it's still a cakewalk for them, but the younger, you know, the generation, the millennials and Gen Gen Z is it, the the, the Gen Z, they're the ones that are going to be a little bit hesitant and scared because they're so used to hearing, you know, uh, one and a half, two and a half, you know, maybe three, the highest, they look, they look at at three as a little bit of an issue, but they are one of the biggest buying uh, pools of people buying right now, but. The parents will say, don't worry about it. Still, it's, you're, it, There's still low interest rates. So I don't think it's going to affect the market that much. I really don't think so. I think just, you know what, well, we know people have been qualified for a lot higher for that. That's the true. The, yep. the stress test. So, I don't think um, it's going to affect the market because the market, there's such a low inventory. I think it'll slow the market down from uh, uh, appreciation of the homes being over like, you know, going up in price, but it'll, it'll stop it. And houses are still selling, but it's not going to, it, it, People are still going to be needing houses out there and there's a shortage of them and it's not going to stop.
3: And you know what? To that point, I actually think we'll see a spike again because pre-approvals are typically good for 120 days. Most of the pre-approvals we do when you're going out buying a house will hold a rate for four months. As soon as you know that those rate hikes are coming right now, it's it's speculated, but realistic it's going to go up. But we don't know when as soon as they end up doing it and that rate hold is only good for 120 days you're going to see everybody out there saying, I want to utilize my rate hold now before the price goes up a quarter, half a point. And then you'll probably see the rate or the prices spike again. Because I don't think, like you said, I agree. I don't think we're going to have any major uh, market drop because of this. But I think you'll see that spike. I think you'll see a spike and then a level off. Typically, when we see mortgage rules, regulations or rate changes, there's a little bit of a a blip. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, It
3: just, you know, the the
1: rates, I mean, like, Uh, our grandparents or our parents, my parents, when they first, uh, probably in the fifties or sixties, they, there was mortgage rates in the fifties, I think at 6% and that, and they purposely did not want to pay their mortgage back then. They wanted a mortgage because it was so cheap. And, and back then 6% was low. Now we're, I mean, 6% is high for us
3: now, but back then 6% was a, a super deal. So Again, like I said, well, 6% and not to get my, I'll put my mortgage nerd hat on again. 6% is actually not that high when you think of inflation pushing three to five, because a real interest rate is uh, when you end up taking the interest rate minusing off the inflation rate. So really we're looking at, we're still in a, in a, when inflation is higher than interest rates, you have like a negative interest rate. That's one of the reasons why investors keep filling up the market right now is because money is being hedged so cheap. You're able to
2: pay back future dollars with cheap money today. Wow! Here's here's I the need question though. The
1: show all the time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> here's the question though. While while the mortgage rate hike may not impact those million dollar home buyers, and pretty much every home nowadays is a million bucks, but for those first time <laughs> home buyers, if they're now looking at a mortgage rate that's three, maybe three and a quarter in the not too distant future, add the mortgage stress test to the equation. Are they going to be locked out of trying to get into a home?
3: That's a great point. I think one of the other things that uh, as a new regulation that's coming out is they haven't, well, one, they haven't talked about increasing the stress test yet, which is interesting. Typically, they will increase the stress test with a rate increase, but they haven't yet. But one of the other things uh, that I know uh, I'm part of Mortgage Professionals Canada, we advocate for different mortgage rules and regulations, is to reduce or help that stress test for the first time buyer. And in addition to that, increasing for that million dollar home, which is everything now practically it seems, is that they're going to make it available for first-time home buyers over the million-dollar mark. So that 1.1, 1.2 million, it hasn't come into effect yet, but there's a very big push to allow first-time buyers to put down less than 20% over that million mark. So I think you'll see um, some mortgage rules regulations change to allow to help that buyer still get into that market. But it's going to have kind of a double-edged sword because that's still going to push price up again, too.
1: Yeah, and you know what? If they if they do implement the stress test for those first-time, there's nothing out there for them to buy. There's not going to be, you know, because all the housing is so expensive. So, so it's, uh, it, they do definitely have to do something about that. There's no doubt about it. So.
2: Another point to rising mortgage rates, Brian. Do you think fewer and fewer people are going to refinance knowing that the rate is going to be going up?
3: You know what? That's a great question. And it's very interesting. So uh, as part of uh, my geeky stats, I look into, I always look at bankruptcies and insolvencies and uh, savings and savings is slowly dwindling right now. So uh, we had, we saw record numbers of money in bank accounts and people's savings during COVID, because I know a lot of people were affected negatively, but then a lot of people saved money because they didn't go on trips. When that savings starts to dwindle and, and just to answer that quickly. The refinance market is down significantly, right? Significantly because consumer bankruptcies, proposals, those types of things are down, they're down 50%, right? So that, when that starts to creep up, when that number starts to creep up, that's when you'll start to see the refinances check in. And then that's because people have a tremendous amount of equity in their home. So I think if anybody does get into any problems or financial situations, the house is there to bail them out right now. Anybody that owns yeah. a home or loses their job, like we are in a good spot in the sense that you you have a huge safety net. How long that gets kicked down the road for will be, will right. be interesting it, to it, see. It,
1: it's the last thing. It's the last step before you need to to sell your house. They refinance it just to get you out of uh, trouble and 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 it gives you some time to figure out what you're doing in your life. And then after that, if they can, if, if it if it hasn't figured it out for them. And that's when they put it up for sale. And sometimes yeah. they, they end up putting it up for sale too late. People, when they're in trouble, they put their house up too late, and, and sometimes the banks take over. But, but the banks are actually pretty good, though. They actually the banks try are to great work, They that. actually yeah. try to work with the, uh, the, the homeowner to make sure that uh, they're not going to get uh, burned and, uh, you know, with all the legal uh, stuff that's happening. They'll, they'll work with the, with the homeowner.
3: Yeah, and it is a really good time right now, to your point, Rick, with the rates being so low and knowing that they're going to go up. And because you have a lot of equity, if you do have any, you know, you spend a little too much on Christmas. I know everybody's got a hot tub now. Everybody was renovating their homes, right? (laughs) Like you couldn't get a hot tub for 10 years, right? So um, if you do have a little bit too much debt, it's a great time to refinance now knowing that rates are going to go up. So we haven't really seen an influx of that yet because it's more of a reactionary thing. But I I would definitely encourage people do it now. If you know it's going to be more expensive tomorrow, you might as well do it today. Well, now there's this new virus coming into
1: effect. Now they're starting to uh, close uh, uh, entertainment centers for 50 percent. And who knows what the restaurant thing. So people's uh, uh, bank accounts are going to start climbing up again. Because yes. If they start telling us to stay home with this new uh, uh, virus that's coming around, now we're going to have uh, the, the the savings accounts are going to start rising again. And then it's just going to this. I don't know what the next is. Well, step and then he,
3: as, it's kind of like it'll be that'll be the new pattern. Then people yeah. are going to renovate their homes yeah. again or yeah. want to move into yeah. a bigger and home. And it'll be a
2: shortage of stuff yeah. and everything again. Oh my there goes oh, the lumber fine. prices again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, no, if you, kidding. If you want to sell your home or you're in the market to buy a house, call Hamilton, Burlington, and Niagara's top real estate team, the Golfy team, at 905 575 7700 online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G O L F I.com. And while you're online, go check out Brian Hogman at Michigan. 35.com and get some great mortgage information. Speaking of mortgages, what is a reverse mortgage?
3: Oh, great question, Rick. That is uh
2: you know, it's something that was really popular a long
3: time ago. It's essentially if you're 55 or older, you're able to take out a mortgage on your house and not make any payments. So instead of you making payments to pay down the principal and interest, it's actually a ballooning mortgage. So you take it out, they typically won't go more than half to 55% of the value of the home. And what ends up happening is the interest accumulates on top of that, um, which uh, has got a bad rap in days gone past, but I think it's actually a very feasible product in today's
2: market. And so is anyone eligible or is this a certain age demo or how, how does it work in terms of who can apply? Yeah. So it's people typically 55
3: years or older. The older you are, typically the more money they'll get you because the idea is that you don't have to pay anything back until you sell the property or heaven forbid when you pass away. So uh, Chip is a company that ends up doing it right now, or Home Equity Bank. It used to be called Chip. Now it's called Home Equity Bank. Um, There's another place that does an equitable bank as well too, they'll actually guarantee a non-negative equity position, which is quite comforting because, you know, you put yourself in our parents' or grandparents' situation, they're house-rich right now. They, they have tons of equity in their house, and they may have no mortgage, but if they're on a pension of old-age security, Canada pension plan, maybe a small work pension, and with inflation and costs rising... Uh, cash flow is an issue for a lot of these people right now. So to be able to take out $200,000, $400,000 if they have a million-dollar home, yeah. is, that can get them through that can, on their vacation. That yeah. can even help their kids buy a house now. Yeah. We've seen people take out reverse mortgages, almost like a living inheritance. So now they can help their kids end up getting a house because the down payment's so hard for the kids.
1: So if they have a million-dollar house, they can borrow up to 500000 and never never worry about it uh, after that. So if they pass away, whatever they have from that five hundred thousand they borrowed, obviously goes to the family, and then then they and the family just has to work out what what the value of the house is, what the payout is, and all that kind of stuff.
3: Yeah. So so you're looking at it, and I, and I. I like to compare it, to put it in context, like a reverse mortgage is not the bank rates, you know, the 2% rates, it's not a reverse mortgage, it's a niche product. So you're looking at rates on reverse mortgages anywhere from, I would say, they still do what's called risk-based pricing. So they're going to look at the person's situation and how much they're going to price that, but the rates are anywhere from, you know, three and a half to 5%. So it, it is higher than a bank. The fees, there's usually anywhere from a $500 to $1,500 setup cost to do it, which is again, reasonable. But the alternative, which, I, which is, uh, I don't like to see, is I've seen lots of people in our industry put these uh, you know, unsuspecting people into private mortgages. And what ends up happening is because a lot of people say, oh, reverse mortgages, and they kind of give them a bad reputation. But the alternative is a private mortgage, and a private mortgage has exorbitant fees and exorbitant interest rate, and it's, it's going to eat into their equity actually significantly quicker than a cheaper reverse mortgage.
2: Interesting stuff. So with house prices, the way they're going, is now a good time to get a reverse mortgage for those who are eligible? I think everybody's situation is unique yeah.
3: and different. I think if you are, you know, if you're if you're older and in that age demographic, where are you going to go if you sell your house is always a question, right? right. So if you're selling at one price and then you got to get in at another price, you might've eaten up all your equity. But I think it's a tremendous time to have the conversation to see if it's right for you. So the one question is,
1: Okay, you borrow five hundred thousand from a million dollars. got you got a million dollars in equity. The house is worth a million dollars. Reverse mortgage gives you five hundred. You're you're living uh, ten years now. The house is worth two million dollars. You've got five hundred thousand borrowed from the reverse mortgage. Can you go back to the reverse mortgage and borrow another five hundred thousand uh, on that or not? Is that is that possible or you're, It's a one
3: time deal. You are good. That Home equity bank should be sending you something, Rob, because <laughs> uh, that is a great question right now. Because no, and, and and that's something you can it's readvanceable, right? And I think their whole business model is predicated on the fact that real estate typically goes up. You know, the longer you have it, it's going up. House right? prices double every ten years. Right. So. so 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 yes, to answer your question, you know, if you're five hundred thousand dollars, that balloons to say six hundred thousand dollars over five to seven years. And you want to go back to the piggy bank to take out some more money? Absolutely, they'll do a, a credit evaluation again. They'll do an appraisal on the property and say if it's worth two million. You want to take out another two or three hundred thousand? Here you go. They'll it's, do it. Yeah. it's a great, great solution for people uh, with cash flow issues. Yeah, they can and they can live the same
1: lifestyle as they were when they were working.
3: Absolutely, yeah. they don't have to leave. They don't have to be uprooted. And and you know, a lot of people
2: don't want to go into a home right now because no. Of,
3: Oh, I know.
1: Everything yeah. that's
2: gone on with the COVID and everything. <laughs> yeah, fair. We'll talk about uh, interest rates on the rise, and we also have some real estate trivia for you as well. You're listening to the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML.
0: You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 900- CHML. Let me come
3: home. Home is where I'm
0: with you. Home, let me come home. Home is where with you.
2: Welcome back. This is the Golfy Real Estate Show Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin here on the line once again. Rob Golfie, sales representative with REMAX's Cartman Realty, The Golfie Team. Check them out online at robgolfie.com That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I dot com. Call Hamilton and Burlington's number one REMAX team in volume and unit sales. 905-575- 7700. Follow them on social media. Whether it's Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, give The Golfie Team a follow. And while you're on the World Wide Web, check out Brian Hogman at Mission 35 Mortgages. The website mission35.com all right so we talked about uh, rising mortgage rates uh, we're also anticipating interest rates to rise as well in the not too distant future is is this going to have an impact on real estate at all i i personally don't think
3: it's going to have a big impact on the real estate uh robin chime in too but i think uh The interest rates are going to affect affordability marginally. I think it'll end up having a spike in the market when people end up seeing that rates are going up. They'll typically have a little bit of FOMO and move out uh, and move up and try to get that house sooner than later. The one thing that just only concerns me with the interest rate hikes is if they wait too long. Right. Because if you have if you have a big spike in interest rates really quickly, it's not as good as saying I, I would personally almost like to see a quarter point increase next month. And then another quarter point, three months from now, it, people get really nervous and it creates that uncertainty. If we see interest rates go up, let's say they wait half, till, a, half a point or three quarters of a point at a time. Yeah. Yeah. That's people, scary.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause we're not uh, used to that. Absolutely.
3: So if it goes up three quarters point, and I think the the one thing that just makes me nervous and uh, I lay awake at night thinking about the government, cause I don't have much other to think about, <laughs> but I think about if there's a, if there's a big interest rate increase in the summer with a new government regulation, right? It, it's kind of like that black swan event. If two things happen at the same time, that's the thing that keeps me awake at night because that's the only thing that I see that could end up affecting our market right now. Normal interest rate increases are good for the market. It's it's good for everybody. Um, you know, I'm not advocating to pay more because I don't want to pay more, but it is healthy to have the interest rates go up marginally and slowly over the next year.
2: Great stuff. All right, let's play Little, s- Go ahead. Yeah, Rob.
3: not like a band aid. Not don't rip it
1: off like a band aid. Yes, <laughs> it <easy>. It's
2: like, <laughs> <No>! <laughs>
1: but yeah, nice and slow. Just yeah. a you know, just a slow gain pain thing. So yeah, that's nice and it. easy, well, nice good. and easy.
2: Uh, we have some um, real estate trivia that Rob is going to play, and there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven questions here. Uh, I've I've read the questions and the answers uh, to myself. Some of these are really interesting. I had no idea about the answers to some of them. So Rob, here we go, and and Brian, you can you can play along as well here. Uh, we'll start with number I, one. I may need I'll, to help. I'll Wait. watch Rob sweat. If you want to phone a friend, <laughs> let me know. Gonna, he's going to be my uh, what do you call the guy in the
1: streak? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Google. Get, get your, ready. Yeah. Get your help. Uh, I don't nope. know. I, just to let everybody know, I do not. I haven't seen the questions. I don't even. I don't even okay. know what is going to be asked. So uh, that, that's probably uh, a good thing. I'm watching
2: Rob right now, and he does yeah. have a little sweat coming <laughs> down. Right yeah, now, so it's a a little, sweat you, on the brow. Okay, legit. All right, let's
1: go for it. Let's Question
2: see. number one: How many waterfalls does Hamilton have? Of course, Hamilton. Is the city of waterfalls? How many are in Hamilton? I think it's I think over a hundred.
3: I think there's a lot. Is there?
2: Yeah. Like when know, you go on I, that
3: when you go on that uh, Bruce Trail, I, don't I think they count everything that trickles off the block <laughs> <laughs> as a waterfall. <laughs>
1: and there's more if it rains. You know what? I a hundred. I, I know it's the it, the capital for waterfalls. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna say. I don't think it's 100. I'm going to say it's somewhere between uh, 40 and 50.
2: Okay. And Brian, what did you say? You said over 100? I'm going to say 107. <laughs> 107. Wow. That's, <laughs> that's a great. Good. Well, so the price is right. If yes. we're going, yeah, we're going closest $1. without yeah, going miserable. over. Brian is actually closest. It's 130. Waterfalls Ooh, in Hamilton. So yeah, I had no water idea. That rock, that. Water. <laughs> <laughs> so no kidding. Yeah. I would I would never have guessed that one. Okay. No. okay. Number two. Wow. Number oh, yeah, two. Yeah. The author of what famous song was born in Hamilton. So I'll give you the song. I guess I'll give you the song. Uh, our national anthem. I had no idea that this person was born in Hamilton. Who who wrote wow. our national anthem? Um
1: I, I can't answer that. That's a tough I, one. I, I don't know that's,
2: this one either, to tell you the truth.
1: Brian, I any, don't know. I, guess? That
2: is, yeah. I do not have a clue. Stanley Weir, I feel like a bad Canadian. Stanley <laughs> Weir. Yes, we all go have to go back to history. Stanley class. Weir. I never okay, learned that. Yeah, I never Stanley. learned that in school. And he was from I, Hamilton. Yeah, no kidding. Apparently, that's so. actually a good trivia. That's really a good so. trivia. All right, wow. number th- number three. What is Hamilton's nickname? The hammer. No, no, no. Well, oh, I got one. The lunchbox town. <laughs> well, the answer, the answer in front of me is Steel Town, but I think I'll accept the Oh, oh that's
1: so obvious.
2: right, <laughs> oh, we're fired. Oh, All right, what, one, one more before <laughs> I'm one more. get f- kicked out. I'm oh, gonna get man. kicked out. Oh, one I'm more before one yeah, more I've before heard. we go to break here. What franchise opened its first ever store in Hamilton? Tim Hortons. Uh, on Ottawa Street. Brian? I'm going I'm going with that. That sounds That's like it. a good one. That yeah. that sounds like a winner. Yeah. Yeah. That is yeah. correct. So you guys are one for four. <laughs> Uh, We'll get to the other three when we come back here on the Golfy Real Estate Show, (laughs) Hamilton Edition on 900
0: CHML. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML.
2: One last go around here on the Golfie Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. Rick Zamprin along with Rob Golfie, sales representative with REMAX's Skartman Realty, the Golfie team. You can find them on the World Wide Web. Search them out at robgolfie.com. The hottest listings in town at robgolfi.com. Call them today at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. Follow the Golfie team on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and you can see Send them an email with a question or a topic idea for a future show, questions at robgolfy.com. Our special guest today, Brian Hogman from Mission 35 Mortgages, their website, mission35.com. Before we get to the Golfy Christmas contest, we're still playing our Hamilton real estate trivia. It's not really real estate trivia, but it is trivia for Rob and, uh, and Brian. So they went one for four <laughs> on the first four questions. We got three more, including this one. Hamilton holds the Guinness Book of World Records for the highest number of what? Guinness book or highest number of mm, hamburgers?
1: Eating, I don't know. No. Coffees? Coffee? <laughs> uh, the most No, the most coffee shops most coffee uh, t- uh, coffee shops in a in a Like per say, capita? Uh Per capita. Per capita. Okay, that's what I think it is. I'm pretty sure I read this once before.
2: All right, and Brian, what's your official guess?
3: Oh wow, I'm gonna say Hamilton holds the most of what? The most? The Guinness Guinness Book? The Guinness Book of World Records. Um, Well, it can't be the most waterfalls because we already covered that one. (laughs) It is. It is. (laughs) But that's not. That's not in the Guinness Book
2: of World Records.
3: Uh, I'm going to go with the, you know what? I'm going to go with the Tim Hortons one. I'm, I'm piggybacking off of Rob here. Hamilton Hamilton holds the Guinness
2: book of world records for the highest number of high fives, 7,238 high fives at Tim Hortons field in 2015. Right here. There we go. Yeah,
3: <laughs> five thousand and one. now. I, I, I didn't. Okay, so we have to figure
1: it. So I just figured it was just a an, uh, uh, something that was common uh, uh, but out, of not, yeah. out of the blue. Out of the blue. We got to find something in the Guinness Book World Records next time. All right. Yeah, Question number we'll six. Okay.
2: Question number six. What comedy legends were born in Hamilton? Now oh. I, I have four on oh, my fine. list. If you give me at least one, you'll get it right. Martin Short is one. Ding. Ding. Yeah. Uh, Alan Thick. Alan oh, Thicke no, no. was oh, not, not born, a not, <laughs> born <in laughs> not, so, not born Thick, in Hamilton. No, Alan Thicke,
1: yeah, he is. He's a comedian, I think. And uh, uh, what's the other? What's Eugene, Eugene Levy? Levy? Uh, Eugene Levy's Levy. correct. Eugene yep. Levy. What about the Ghostbusters guy? What's the guy? He's got the vodka. Bill Murray? No, not no, not Bill Murray. The other, guy. the original
2: Ghostbusters. Dan Aykroyd, yeah. you think thinking? Name? Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, he was not Dan born Ackroyd. in Ham- Not born in Hamilton.
3: Oh he's a so you have two he's, out of the wait, four. so we got Martin Short. Was
2: Eugene so Levy, Levy one of them? Eugene Levy. Yeah. I'm a comedian. Love you call me. <laughs> <laughs> Eugene Levy, Martin Short. Only <laughs> in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> you got Eugene Levy and you got Martin Short correct. I'll give you the other two. Ivan Reitman and Dave Thomas were also born in Hamilton. Oh. Dave, Dave, and, Thomas. Yeah, wedding Dave Thomas? The Wendy's guy? <laughs> no, yeah, not that Dave Thomas. Thinking. Dave Thomas from SCTV fame. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No kidding.
0: Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right.
2: We got la- to Last one for okay. you. Okay. Not bad. Hamilton was the first city in the world to host what games? The first city. Wait a
1: minute. Hamilton was the first city, first city in, the, in world the world to,
2: world to hold, to hold what, games. what games? So it was a sporting wouldn't event.
1: The, like, like,
2: it wouldn't be like the, the Commonwealth Games. Yeah, like it
1: wasn't something held here that long ago. But but this has got to be way back in the tw- like early 1900s, 1800s it was the first saw hop first
2: <laughs> early nine early world. 1900s the, the
3: first the first potato sack
2: race <laughs> yes. close close it was the commonwealth <laughs> games in 1930 uh it was called the british oh, wow. empire games and now called the commonwealth games. yeah and could be back in 2030 for the 100th uh anniversary before we go the golfy christmas contest is on now um, basically, it is an elf on the shelf photo contest. So put your elf on the shelf uh, in a uh, well creative fashion. Take a picture of it and go online to golfycontest.com and submit your entry. There's two prizes a first place and a second place. And you have until uh, December 21st to submit your photo. So that deadline is coming up uh, fast and furious. For more details and to enter, go to golfycontest.com. I'm sure you are seeing a lot of interesting uh, entries, Rob.
1: Yeah, actually, it's, it's amazing. And, uh, people are having a lot of fun with their, uh, Elf on the Shelf. So, uh, if you haven't submitted yet, go to golfycontest.com and submit it. You got a chance to win some great prizes here, it was, uh, donated by a lot of different businesses. And it's fantastic. So, uh, check it out, everybody, and uh, have some fun. And, uh, and, uh, it's going to be, uh, it'll be good. It'll be fun. We're, we're trying to do things, uh, uh, to support uh, businesses. And also, don't forget to donate, guys. Don't forget to donate food for all these different uh, causes because there's a lot of people not as privileged as others out there. So we really appreciate you guys helping. Whatever one that's your favorite that you like to do.
2: Absolutely well said. Uh, Merry Christmas to Rob and Brian. We're away next week, but we'll be back the week later here on the Golfy Real Estate Show on
0: 900 CHML. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML.